What's up, y'all? BC here. We've got a special guest, Dr. Bobby here, who we're going to introduce in a second. I wanted to continue doing the in-person interviews because I know you guys enjoy them so much. So let's get right into it. My friend, how you doing? I'm doing great. Good, man. Good to see you, bro. Thanks for having um, me. I met Dr. Bobby uh, at Boxer a long time ago, right? He runs the, the Recover Lab there, um, and he'll tell you guys all about it here in a second. Cool dude, right? Basketball player. Uh, I had an affinity with him right away. Um, and I really wanted to bring him on because he's a good dude. He's great at what he does. His business has grown a lot, and it's been amazing to see what he's done. So, my friend, if you want to give a quick introduction, yeah. we'll, we'll jump right into it. So, I'm Dr. Bobby, owner of Recover. Uh, Recover is a one-stop shop, a sports recovery lounge, and it's really geared to healing people. So, we really worked on the mind, body, and spirit, connecting people, and really just educating people on their body more so, getting to know their body, what they should be doing to be in touch, so that way they can really, really, really mitigate their journey, athletic journey, fitness journey, whatever that may be. I love it, bro. Um, so right away, man, we started talking. I loved you guys, you, Emily, everybody there. You know, one thing that stood out to me that I want to bring out is, you know, when you go into Boxer, right, it's its own space, it has its own energy. But when I went into the, the Recover Lab, I noticed right away you had all the paintings and you put your own little little taste on it. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm very, very passionate about Marvel. Um, super, super passionate about, Mar about Marvel. And really the paintings, the, the idea behind that is that, you know, just growing up, admiring superheroes, you know, Spider-Man, Black Panther, all these people, they had their own story. And, you know, with these superheroes, I really connected with them. Um, in working with people on the table, like, just seeing these characters, like, they have their thing, I have my thing. And that's connecting with people at Recover, treating them, you know, just making it a good experience. So for sure, that's like a, a huge thing, yeah. you know, about about the space. Yeah. And, you know, I talk with people about that all the time because a lot of uh, I find a lot of people, especially entrepreneurs, almost have like this um, hesitation when it comes to expressing their individuality and symbolism like that to me is very powerful. So I'm sure when you go into your workspace, it gives you a certain type of energy, right? Oh, 100 percent. It's 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 comfortable. It's like it's home. It's like a home court, yeah. you know, so it's like. It, I don't know. It's just like when I'm working with people and, I, and I, I just feel comfortable. I don't feel like I'm in someone else's space, which I'm not. I don't feel like I'm getting judged. You know, yeah. people are accepting of it. Yeah. So it, it makes me more open to treating them and giving them the whole package rather than holding back. Oh, yeah, man. I love that. Um, so was is this the first new business recover location or had you done this before you, you opened up at Boxer? Um, so I did, so I had the, the, the space in Doral, okay. um, and we were, you know, building it up and stuff like that. And from there, we're about to open. We ended up having, uh, uh, our differences okay. for, with a, with a business partner and we moved into Boxer okay. and with Boxer, uh, that was actually a very unique situation cause they were growing, you know, they're yeah. a growing brand and. Um, you, you see what they have going on in there, yeah, you know, yeah. with the with the Lambos and yeah, you know yeah. the whole thing. The big flash, yeah. The, you know, <laughs> and and the love that they have too, you yeah, know, yeah. coming in. So um, having that in building inside of a boxer was was one step, and I mean we're doing it in Midtown, as you know. So yeah. it's definitely going to be a different feel, yeah. um, different type of equipment, you know. In uh, a different feel in a, in a, in a, in a positive way, right? Because this is going to be a multiple location type membership. You can go to different places and 
um, yeah, it's it, it's I'm, I'm very excited about it. Hey, man. And when I started going, was that like right when it had started, or had you guys already started there at Boxer and been established for a while? Well, I, I was I was going you know room to room, house to house with my table, you know. Mm-hmm. So I was I was more of a concierge concept before cool. Boxer, yeah. you know. And then we became more part of the gym, yeah. going into that space. You know, Emily was. She was just at the hospital, you yeah, know? Yeah. She was in the ICU, you know, and stuff like that. So our concierge business concept grew, and, and now it's more, you know, brick and mortar. Hell yeah, man. Retail. And now, is this your first, like, entrepreneurial endeavor, or? Uh, I wouldn't say first, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I rented cars on Turo. Nice. Um, I did personal training. Cool. Um, I've, I've done a lot of self-employed stuff. You know, I've always been in the service industry, fitness, wellness industry, okay. uh, training my friends, basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coaching. Yeah. So um, I did I, I did a lot of different things in the entrepreneurial space, but always in fitness and wellness. Yeah. And this, I, I guess the second question would be, is this like the first brick and mortar type of one then that you've done? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Whole, whole, yeah. Whole, different, whole different beast. You know, having a team. Yeah. Um, I've had a team before, but it wasn't in the sense of basketball. Now having a team... In the sense of business, it's it's different but similar. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that's the the biggest difference for me yeah. right now. And was it just for you really wanting to? Because I, I kind of see this for you also like a passion project. Like you really love to do it. Was the decision to go brick and mortar and go that route? Like h- how did that come about from going concierge to going brick and mortar? Was that just like a sudden decision that you made, or did the stars align and it gave you the opportunity? It it was always. Like even the like my, my, my business plans and stuff starting recover, it was always to be a like a how do you say this? Like a concept where you could just plug and play, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or or you can you can have a retail space, it could be multiple locations. Mm-hmm. So I always had that that dream of doing it, but I just didn't know the journey of which it would take. Mm-hmm. You know, so the vision was always there, but yeah. definitely the vision's clear now. Yeah. Do you want a franchise eventually? Um, franchising, yes, but in the sense of where it's a very selective process, it's more of like a Chick-fil-A, you know, yeah, selective, yeah, yeah. you know, maybe 10 franchises. I don't want to dilute the quality that we have. Quality over quantity. Yeah. Right. I love that, man. And so going back to maybe like when you were still an athlete, was this concept of doing something like this always in you, even from youth or? No, no, no. The, so this concept was was definitely okay. So how do, I got I got to backtrack. So as an athlete, you know, I did all weird type of things just to yeah. recover. You know, yeah. um, I was in jacuzzis. I was stretching in jacuzzis. Uh, my ankles were always popping. I had flat feet. It's like I felt yeah. pain everywhere. So um, I was always proactive, but I mean, I wasn't. I wasn't doing the right things early on, for sure. Like, I could have been better. I could have done a lot of different things. Um, and the lack of exposure to those stuff that I'm doing now um, is how that this all came about, really, you know? Yeah. Uh, I didn't have cold plunges. I didn't have, you know, yeah. the jacuzzi. The, well, not jacuzzi, hot, hot, uh, hot plunges. I didn't have the red light beds. I didn't have yeah. the medical professionals around. I didn't yeah. have that. Yeah. Especially at a price that we have it, right? Yeah. So... Um, it was definitely a concept that I always had in my in my mind, but definitely not to have as a business. Yeah, yeah. 
That's cool, bro, because we were talking off camera. Like, I obsessed about that, too, and I kind of see that in you as well. Like, I was always looking to push to get an extra inch on my vertical or, yeah. you know, fixing the issues I had with my feet because I had a lot of ankle issues, too, ankle injuries, surgeries, flat feet, uh, pigeon-toed, right, all this weird stuff. And my, my whole thinking was... I just want to maximize what I can do on the court, right? And right. I feel like you kind of had that same mentality too. Right. And then it overextended and said, well, let me help other people too. Yes, right? yes, yeah, yeah. 100%. So yeah. I, I think a lot of it came too is when I started realizing that my ankles are so sore, I don't even think this is supposed to happen like this. Yeah, yeah. Like it would, it would I, I, like later on, like it would take me two days in between to recover my ankles. Yeah. Like, and I'm, you know, I'm flat-footed, uh, you know, uh, I have, you know, the bunion action going on, and I'm not thinking of it because I'm not educated at the time. I'm just yeah, a player. Yeah. I'm just doing these things. But now, you know, hindsight's 2020. It's like I should have wore toe, toe spacers. I should have done all these things. I yeah. should have done short foot exercises. Like, you know, um, and again, that's why this concept is is out now because yeah. there's a lack of exposure to yeah. these real real um this real informative stuff that can really change your life you know yeah. even like nike shoes like i hate to sound controversial and stuff like that but even you know some of these shoes don't have bend in the front yeah. and why that's right. a, you know a, a shoe like nike that's so notorious so such a great brand. Why is there not enough bend in the front? We're supposed to encourage big toe mobility, yeah. ankle mobility. These shoes are not doing that. Yeah, that's crazy. And it's like there's an inside agenda almost, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I don't want to get too controversial about it, but it's like, it makes you wonder. You're posing the question, like, why right. not? Because we're, we're looking at it's basically Nike. mimicking human anatomy, and it's not. Right. So it's counterproductive to how we're supposed to mechanically function as a human being. 100%. Right? Yeah. Is it why? Is it a big pharma thing? I don't know. But, yeah. I, but what, what I'm more trying to say is we have, there's biomechanists in Nike, in Adidas, yeah. in these places that should be encouraging yeah. good foundational right. concepts. Right. And it's interesting you bring this up too because I think now this is very prevalent and almost at the forefront of like athletics, right? Me being an athlete, you being an athlete. We were always aware of these things. Now it's accessible to us. Like you're providing this type of service, and I think most most athletes are aware of it. Where I think there's a disconnect potentially. It's like with the the average person. They're like, well, I don't need to go to the recover lab because I'm not dunking and running and jumping and sprinting, right? And I think they need it more so mm -hmm. than an athlete. Can right. you shed light on that for a second? Yeah, in the sense that, like, you know, someone that's working eight hours at a desk job. You know, they're in a kyphotic position. Yeah. You know, they're they're in a posterior pelvic tilt. You know, their hips are getting imbalanced. There's a whole mess of imbalances that are happening happening when you're stuck in one position for a long period of time. Which, quite frankly, some entrepreneurs are active, some entrepreneurs are not. They're yeah. very just stuck in one spot. So, um, back to what you, you're you're asking, yeah, that that's the the issue. They need to recover. They need to stretch. They need to work the other way around as mm. far as opening up the chest, opening yeah. up the hips, yeah. you know, uh, stretching out the glutes, knowing good foundational mm. techniques for yourself, for your body, so you don't have compensatory patterns going up the chain. Yeah. So, yeah, it, they definitely do need it more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, is there anything else that you would, like, recommend to people? Because I know talking about high-level elite athletes, it's a small sliver of the population, even right. though they may be following us. 
Um, is there some other stuff you could recommend to people, just like basic stuff they can do, um, aside from the you know cold plunge and all that stuff that you would recommend for like the average person who is maybe more sedentary and that kind of stuff? Well, uh, for sure, I think that knowing a handful of stretches is is very very important, right? Like even starting like as foundational as that, right? Hip openers, you know, knowing how to you know floss, which is you know stuff that we we, we post on, on social media, flossing your ankles, relieving ankle tightness, yeah. um, releasing the fascia with a, with a ball, you know, yeah. myofascial balls on the, yeah. on the bottom of your foot, knowing where you're, you're compensating as well, mm-hmm. right? Like, okay, if I'm getting um, tightness on the bottom of my foot into my inner calf, going up to my IT band, going up to my glute medius, into my low back, well, those are compensation issues based on foot and ankle issues. Yeah. And if I have foot and ankle issues, okay, I should know these releases and these stretches. So that way it's client-centered to you. So, yeah, like, again, back to what you're saying, knowing your your releases, QL releases, glute releases with the myofascial balls and stuff like that. You know, and, and that's huge because, like, everything you mentioned, I have, like, the ball and all that stuff, and I do it all the time. Like, even if I'm at the computer, I don't think I'll sit down for more than 20 minutes. Then I get up, I'll do, like, a deep squat. I'll stretch, right? I've been working on doing the splits. I can pretty much do the splits now. And I work like the opposite, right? I do the shin raises, right? I walk backwards. I do all these little quirky things like the sissy squats, right? right? Because I understand we are, even though I'm active, more sedentary. We're sitting in cars, we're sitting at desks, and there's all these things that, and, and when the body functions properly, you also feel better, right? Because there's such a focus now, and it's important on mental health and the internal, but the external, I feel like, is thrown to the side or neglected, right? right. And I would ask you, do people really need to, to maximize the, the physical benefits? Do they really need to work out super hard, or is it more about adding simplistic, routine things that they can do on a daily basis for longevity? It's exactly that, right? Yeah. Like, you don't need to kill yourself in the gym, but you need to have good habits that you're forming, you know, drinking good water, working out that's not, you know, impacting your body in the wrong way. You're not doing crazy impact workouts, you know, super, super high, you know, box jumps, doing this, you know, the CrossFit style. Like, I don't typically agree with that because I think there's a lot of wear and tear that goes into it. Yeah, yeah. You know, so something that's more sustainable. And even from an eating perspective too, like eating whole foods every day, you know, building those foundational stuff that way everything just aligns together yeah what's your thoughts on uh, uh, like alcohol you know recreational social drinking smoking that kind of stuff like are you cool with it do you tell people to break it out completely because I'm more on the hardcore side where like I'll drink maybe once every couple years. Like right. if you tell me, hey, we just opened up the second location, we're gonna go celebrate, okay, I'll have a beer with you, bro, right. if you really want me to. But that's like rare for me. Right. And it just comes from experience with me. I understand the health you know, uh, benefits of not doing it, but it's also, I just, I don't wanna do it. Right. I, I don't want to do that stuff because it doesn't feel good. Right. Yeah. Um, so I think that alcohol, I think that alcohol is, very, very obviously damaging, and uh, from the sleep science aspect yeah. to it, yeah. uh, you will never ever get into that deep REM when you're yeah. drinking because it just blocks it. Right, right, right. From a receptor standpoint. Mm. Um, Interesting. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, it just yeah, yeah. you, wow. yeah, you, you won't get into deep, uh, deep sleep at all. Wow. Um, now, personally, I think that doing, you know, I, I don't promote 
really marijuana like that, but yeah. I think that for a certain person, it can help them if they're having yeah. you know a lot of yeah. anxiety, depression, and stuff like that. Like a THC does have a lot of benefits, right? It's like anti-inflammatory. Right. Yeah, yeah. So okay. I, it's I just you know smoking it isn't the best way. To, smoking it's not the yeah, best way, yeah. you know, and using you know. Using a lighter to to smoke it, it's not the right way. Doing it with a wick where you don't get the 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 flame, you get a nat more natural flame onto it. Yeah, There's yeah. more healthier ways of doing it. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that modern society is getting more flexible with that. Yeah. And there's a good use case for it. Yeah. And of course, it's a bad use case. So, like like everything. So I I do think that more so with with marijuana, yeah. there's a place for it than alcohol. Yeah. Because of the sleep. That, yeah. the, that it does that's awesome man. that's cool I didn't know that it was interesting that you don't get into that deep REM sleep because most people think the opposite oh if I drink I pass out and I'm done but you're not getting that deep level of sleep that you normally would right. and it blocks the receptors like you right. said wow that's interesting I didn't know that um, so you know going back to recover um, if we were to give like a general plan okay I'm the average guy versus I'm an elite le elite level athlete and let's say I do have access to the recover lab or something like that is there a frequency that you'd recommend that they go like if I'm an elite level athlete, how many times should I go to recover and take advantage of your facility right. compared to like an average Joe? Well, if you're an elite level athlete, you should be in there every day. Yeah. Right. I, I think that it's like a, it's like a bank account. You know, if you're gonna work out, then you gotta recover. Um, I think for, for the, you know, the everyday, you know, entrepreneur and stuff like that, I think that if they're seated a lot. Um, in position for a long period of time, they definitely need to be in there two, three times a week. Yeah. You know, just someone, be, you know, being there with you to guide you, to yeah. put their hands on you, to say, hey, yeah. you know, your hips are a little tight. This is what we can do. We can guide you this way. We can guide you that way. Yeah. Or you can speak with a nurse who knows how to stretch. And you yeah. know, they they understand that. Oh, you might be dehydrated. You might be low on B12. People who are low on B12 have issues with TFL. There's different things that yeah. like they can pick up on. Mm. So. Um, I think that if you go a minimum of two to three times a week, I think that, you know, definitely you'll you'll get the full re recovery benefits. Yeah, I love that, man. And uh, you guys know, because especially if you follow me on social media, I, you know, when I was still really going to Boxer a lot, I was there every day. Like after a workout, I would jump in immediately. We would do stretching, cupping. Can you talk a little bit about the scope of the facility and like yeah. everything that you offer? Yeah. So uh, we have definitely many uh, uh, modalities that we offer. Uh, a lot more since you know, you know since the last time you've been uh, peptides we offer we offer peptide therapy so peptides are a sequence of, a, of amino acids and you know dependent on that sequence it will form a peptide nice. and that peptide will upregulate or downregulate different uh, pathways in your body nice. so something like CJC ibramorelin it's gonna uh, light up the pathway toward the anterior pituitary gland mm. to ask for more growth hormone in your nice. body naturally. Nothing exogenous. Yeah. You know, a growth hormone injected, that's exogenous. This yeah. is natural. Yeah. You're just asking more. More growth hormone, better sleep, more you know, more muscle yeah. gain, fat loss, all the stuff that comes with it. Does that directly uh, I don't want to say manipulate but affect like hormone levels? It will it it, it could um, definitely affect IGF-1 levels, okay. you know, because cool. you're going to have that excess of growth, horm growth hormone in your body. Yeah. Um, but then again, you also got to know genetically, are you predisposed to cancer and stuff like that? Yeah, because yeah. that will also enlarge with the excess of growth hormone. Of course. So okay. knowing those stuff. But we yeah. offer that at our facility uh, with an MD. We have nurses on staff, testosterone replacement, uh, testosterone replacement 
we offer IV therapy, um, sports therapy, massage therapy, um, dietary cons uh, consulting, um, stretching. Yeah. I mean, long, long laundry list, red light uh, bed now. Yeah, even when I last went a couple months ago, you still had a lot. And I really see it. I don't know if this was the concept you were going with, like a one-stop shop, one shop where you can really do everything, right? Yep, yep. Yeah, wow, man. That, that's incredible. Is there anything else that you missed that you want to say? Or? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, red light, hot plunge, cold yeah. plunge, a dietitian. I, I said that. We're adding a chiropractor. So adjustments will be added to the membership very, yeah. very uh, soon. When are you going to add the buffet? That way we'll never leave. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Slowly but surely, the yeah. buffet starts coming out, oh, you know? Man, that's, that's funny, bro. But that's great, man. Um, so the second location, has it launched officially or no? So we're weeks away. Um, nice. You know, we're, we just started with the interior design. You know, we're going to cool. start building in. Equipment's already inside. Yeah. So um, very, very shortly we're going to be be launching a yeah. date you got to be sure. super excited for that i'm huh? I'm, yeah. I'm i'm excited how many uh, locations do you see yourself having in miami or and is there any other states right now that you want to break ground in and potentially expand to or you you know i i, I this is definitely a, a national concept that yeah. we're going for you know um we want to do definitely upward 40 50 locations we can you know yeah. vegas we want to get there you know we yeah. want to be in cali we want to be you know in tampa yeah. so um you know as of right now we're, we're we're focusing on you know definitely getting this area down packed and doing it right yeah. um is the most important to us you know um but yeah definitely we we're, we're we want to grow yeah that's our that's our our path i love that man well, man, this has been a, a great interview, bro. Um, I definitely want to get you back probably in a couple months to get an update on the new location and kind of some of the things that you're doing. Is there any, like, events or any new things you want to announce or anything that's coming soon that people should know about? Um, I mean, as of right now, come see us at Recover, you know, downtown. We're going to be launching, as you know, Midtown, uh, Midtown Lounge and Recover. So come through. It's going to be great. Um, One-stop shop. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll link everything below. We'll put his Instagram. We'll put your personal Instagram and all that stuff. Do you guys have an official website for yeah, Recover? Yeah, yeah. yeah. www.recoverbrand.com is the there website. There we go. Perfect. So we'll yeah. see you there. I guarantee you, if you go, you'll see me, right? Especially yeah. now because I re signed up to do boxing again. So I'm going to be in there crying to him every day about how my back hurts and my shoulders hurt and he can fix me like he did before all right uh, but yeah man thanks for coming on the show yeah, bro i really appreciate, appreciate it you. um you guys can check out this episode we'll be uploading some reels too and uh, yeah check them out follow them i stand by the brand you guys know i never promote anybody that i haven't had direct influence with and worked with all right we'll see you guys on the next episode peace